Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout. Equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, we've got Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon for your new ride. Head them up at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They're at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, that's where I'm at today. BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And I'll say it again because more people will join uh, throughout. But uh, Bone and Joint is and us. We are giving away a pair of tickets to the Vols Pit game coming up uh, on next Saturday. That's September 11th, next Saturday. And so follow us on social media later this morning around 11 o'clock. I will put up uh, the, the the instructions on how to enter to try to win those Vols tickets, a pair of tickets against Pitt coming up next weekend but Zach 38-6 what was your initial takeaway overall takeaway of Josh Heupel's first game as Vols head coach last night I actually thought it was good not great right I think that they came out and I tweeted this out during the game they got too off to the start that they wanted and they came down they scored very quickly they also scored again they went up 14 nothing pretty quick but then in the second quarter and you you have to, I mean, you're you have an opponent, your their opponent adjusted. They controlled the clock, they ran the football, and they were able to get some big plays and first down, some one-handed wheel route catches, and they were able to slow the football game down. And that's why at halftime, I think Tennessee fans didn't have a great taste in their mouth, right? It was 14-6. Right. You should be boat racing this team. But I also liked how Hypel had some second half adjustments and came out and got back to the brand of football they wanted to play. We'll talk about Joe Milton and his performance. I think it was up and down. You would hope that it would be all up, but the guy has not played uh, like con- consistently like that in some time. He just got to Knoxville in June. These, I think, are reasons. Usually we do reasons and excuses. I think those are Ooh. reasons because, and, and I'll tell you why, is because, Joe Milton showed some ability that I think you could build on. But overall, the one thing I really did like, Austin, I've been watching bad Tennessee football just as long as you have uh, since we've had this company. Well, hell, even since I was from Nashville, so I've been watching the damn thing for all my life. I loved the tempo of the offense. I thought that was a great changeup instead of the Jeremy Pruitt, you know, hey, let's run the football, pound the rock, let's hand the ball off, two tight end set, play action, incomplete punt. Yeah. You saw and you saw a little bit of what I experienced as an old Miss alum with Hugh Freeze and now Lane Kiffin is let's go. We don't have time to mess around. Let's take – and what, what the concept of Kyle, you can't do that in, in the NFL. The concept is very easy. Let's take advantage – of student athletes on defense that are not mentally matured and don't know where to be that quick. And if you have the offense and this is the first game, it can only improve, I think, as far as the understanding of the offense. 
I really like that about Tennessee. They won the football game. They have a lot to improve. But I think those are some takeaways for Tennessee fans to be a little bit more positive than Joe Milton sucks because I saw a lot of that on Twitter yeah. towards the end of the night. So I think to talk about the tempo, I mean, here are the time of possession on the touchdown drives for Tennessee last night because they had, what, five touchdown drives. So 259, 201. <laughs> then they went uh, 158, 207, 118 crazy like when they scored touchdowns they looked good doing it and they did it quick the problem is the the drives that did not end uh in the checkerboards and how ugly those went but we'll talk about joe milton overall you mentioned that joe milton looks like he has the ability i think he's got tons of ability tons of ability it's just right now i don't think he has enough skills how to uh, use to that ability Yes, to go along with that ability because I've heard so many jokes about every throw, every throw was about to go into the Tennessee River uh, last night uh, for Joe Milton. That it was, it was just throwing it at ninety miles an hour every type of throw, whether it was a sixty-yard bomb or an eight-yard hitch route. But it was, it was crazy. A tons of ability, uh, but overall, like uh, you know, I, I thought I gave my minimum expectations yesterday on the show. I said I wanted to see forty-five points. I wanted to see at least 45 points from the Vols. They didn't get there. 38. So that was, to me, I... Well, and a fumble at the end of the, the game probably prevented that. So if they yeah, would have scored no. when Hooker came in, would you have thought differently? I mean, that the score... What? That's why I was out on that yesterday of your uh, analysis of the score. The score really didn't matter. It's how they played the game. Well, it's the style points of the score. I'm not denying that. But again, like, I think if they would... No, it's not the fumble at the end. That really was the difference. That would have gotten him 45. Would he have been pleased? Yes. But uh, no, because of that was a more of a late. It was the second quarter. The second quarter is why everybody's freaking out, right? Like the second quarter is the reason why some Tennessee fans are wishy-washy after a 32-point win. Because you said you said last night on Twitter, Josh Heupel's not allowing for Georgia State to happen. So there is a good thing here that Tennessee took care of their business with the first-year head, uh, first head coach there and they were able to go in and stay relatively healthy. I know Cooper Mays got banged up, but Josh Heupel said afterwards he's going to be out there. But the stat sheet was not pretty uh, when it comes to throwing the football. And I, I mentioned this last night on Twitter too. I don't care about Tennessee's ability to bully Bowling Green and run for 300 plus yards uh, on the ground. That doesn't mean anything to me against Pitt and deeper into the SEC schedule. Nothing. I want to see Joe Milton get on the same page with his wide receivers, and we'll grade Joe Milton. But let's go ahead and ask our first question today, Zach. What's one word to describe how you feel about the Vols' 38-6 to win over Bowling Green? What is one word to describe uh, how you feel about the Vols' 38-6 to win over Bowling Green? But first, let me tell you about where I'm at, Bone & Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, if you do get injured in life, and that happens in life, everybody has injuries that you got to deal with. You just got to know how to get back healthy. And they streamline the process here at the Bone & Joint Institute. They have under one beautiful roof here in Franklin, Tennessee, right off I-65, easy to get to. They streamline the process because you can get everything done here and not send you all over town and make it inconvenient on you. But they've also got uh, plenty of physicians who specialize in anything that can happen with your body right here to get you back to health, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM, the fine folks over there. Hey, 
This is the weekend to download the BetMGM app. <laughs> if you haven't done that, use our promo code ATOZ Sports. New users, we're hooking you up. BetMGM is hooking you up. We get a great relationship with them. They're hooking up with a risk free $1,000 bet. $1,000. I They gave me five. They, man, I just think if they would have done this thing last year in the Super Bowl, I would have gone to the Keys. I would have gone I, Ibiza. I don't even know. Turks yeah. and Caicos. I would have gotten upgraded because I, I won two grand off Tom Brady on a $500 risk-free bet. Who knows what you could do with a, a $1,000 risk-free bet. New users, use that promo code and download the app today. Yeah, it's a great way to build that bankroll for the football season. So the question we want to get to you guys today is what's one word to describe uh, how you feel about the Vols 38 to six win over Bowling Green. Marvin says Bowling Green also played like they were trying to prevent the blowout instead of trying to win the game. I thought Bowling Green deserves a lot of credit for how they adjusted in the second quarter. They figured out they could go to the sidelines, roll out their quarterback, complete some passes, move the chains, and then bleed the play clock between every snap in order to make that second quarter like 20 minutes instead of the 45 minute uh, first quarter. And that's what they should have done in the first, right? Right. They, well, but, they went, they went, they went three and out twice and you can't do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see uh, more. Chris says Milton ran cowardly stopping when met by the defense and falling down scared to hit anyone. I, th I thought the same thing. He didn't look comfortable running, but again, there's no point in that guy putting his shoulder in into a uh, bowling green defender to potentially get hurt. There's no reason to do that. Just take the yards that are given. Georgia, uh, Brent, LSU, yeah. you know, you go, you get into that, those situations, yeah. you got to make the guys. extra yard because that, yeah. that decides the game. Yes. Brent says, surely Bailey or Hooker aren't worse than Milton. We'll grade Milton later on. So one word uh, to describe how you feel. Jordan says, salty Je Jeff Rubel, Big Ten Jeff, uh, whose team was in the, in the, in a fight. Was he, was he talking bit. about, is he talking about Ohio State? Is that his one word? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they did. They did cover. Tennessee didn't cover. Ohio State did cover. Jeff Rubel says unimpressed. Daniel says dirty. Zach Goodman says four and eight. Here they come. Ben says upside. So upside, uh, probably the most positive word so far. Nick says meh. Uh, TJ Stewart on Twitch says optimistic. Aaron says happy they won. Danny says meh. Larry frustrating. Brent concerned. Alex ugly. Jordan with adjustments. Dom says indifferent. Chris is frustrated. Morvin's indifferent. Billy satisfied. Satisfied from Billy. Interesting. Um, airless from Caleb. Because uh, at one point in time in the fourth quarter, both running backs, Small and Evans, had more rushing yards than Joe Milton had passing yards. So airless was probably a good word there. Uh, fine, says Glenn. Expected, says Cam. Relax, says Steven. Septop says optimism because the offense – because the offense, not Milton. Uh, I think that's an interesting comment because the offense, not Milton. I think the scheme is fine. The scheme has open wide receivers. The scheme has running backs with holes. The scheme is allowing for well, plays to be the, made. The scheme it's is just can they be a, The scheme yes, is proven against Bowling Green, guys. Like let's let's also take a step back. Uh, Josh Heupel, you could place. I mean, that's why he got the job. That's why he had the opportunity to even coach sure. at Tennessee is because his scheme is proven. Now it's proven against teams like Bowling Green, Tennessee tech, but the real, and it's not about this year. It's about a couple of years. Does his scheme with a defense consistently work against sec defensive lines? 
That's the key. So I, I don't think the scheme is the issue. The execution, yes, I yes. will give the chat that. Yeah, so VO Access says pedestrian by the Vols last night. Zach, what's your one word? So I am I'm using a uh, a dash in mine. I'm 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 hyphen, getting two words. Eight. Okay. Building block. That is my word. Brick by brick. Nah, not, you just no. go brick. It could, it's it's, it's a brick. No, no, no. It's, it's not a synonym that. to brick by brick. But building it, block it, is a, it's a building synonym block. To brick. Oh my god. Building block. Just threw up in my mouth a little bit. It's not about that. You have. Um, PTSD. Trauma. That's that's a yeah, problem. Have, for, I, that's a you problem, I, not a me problem. I, Anytime I you trauma, see a brick yes. house, you start to sweat. That's a you problem. Not no, it's a me really problem. it's not it's not the brick house. It's the mailbox. It's the mailbox. The mailbox. <laughs> the mailboxes is my the brick mailboxes are my and favorite. red hats. Red hats oh, and, yeah. and brick mailboxes. No, no, no. Oh, but nothing that, against that, the insurance company. That's a vol fan base, right? For me, it's a building block on. Here are the good things. You got the win. You didn't give up a ton of points, right? That's a. I, I looked at that defense. That was my uh, – yesterday, it was like, what are you looking for in that game? I'm looking at how many points are you going to give up? They gave up six. I like that. That's good. That's something you can build upon and take some momentum. If this was a – and I'll give you – you wanted to see 45 points, Austin – the reason why I didn't yeah. give a rip of how many points Tennessee scored, what I didn't want to see was Tennessee wins 58 to 37. I didn't want to see that because that tells you more than, than anything. I thought the 38 to 6, that's a good defensive performance, not yielding a lot of points. They went forward on fourth down. I also liked that about Eipel, right? He he kind of had that that riverboat Ron in him, which I, I like. Yeah. And and overall, I think it was a building block because Joe Milton didn't make a ton of – he didn't make a lot of great throws, but he didn't make a ton of big mistakes. He didn't fumble the football six times. He didn't throw ten it picks. Like, it, but but it, wasn't, it wasn't a pick six like Garantano did last year. So you compare them – and, and here's, here's where I'm at. And I have my own Milton story, but okay. here's where I'm at. Tennessee fans is kind of funny because, again, I, I view them from afar or really close, whatever you want to say. But going into the season, he's like, hey, we're not going to be the same fan base we are. And then once the lights turn on, the expectation shoots through the roof like you forgot about the last six months of hell that Philip Fulmer and Jeremy Pruitt drug you through. It's like you completely yeah. forgot about that. And it's back to being, hey, we should be the best in the SEC East. I love the confidence and the high expectation, but that's not what you were telling us in the offseason. So this is me with a voice of reason is uh -huh. understand that this is not a terrible performance. You you got oh, the job done. There's a lot to work on, but the Twitter pitchforks need to go back to their parents' basement and eat Vienna okay. sausages. All right. All right. So uh, let's, let's, because let, I think, are you coming at me for the Twitter pitchforks? Is that a, is uh, that a shot? You, at me? you are a part of them. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. are definitely right. so a part I, of them. I, I want to react to this because people came at me yesterday for last night for being negative during the game. So I wanted to address the negativity on Twitter uh, about this because somebody else brings a comment on YouTube that, uh, that kind of goes into this a little bit. But first, before I do that, uh, we will grade Joe Milton here in a second, but tell everybody, Zach, about Calvin and Southern. 
Yeah, Calvin and Subtle, uh, voice of reason. You need to upgrade your home. That's what you need to do. I just spit some knowledge about Tennessee football. Now I'll spit some knowledge about how to to upgrade your life, right? Your life is you're kind of your home now because of COVID and situations. You may not go into the office as much. You're working from home. I'm working from an Airbnb in Dallas, Texas. They need new hardwood floors. I'll just tell you that. They And I got a guy. And I'll, you know what, in my message to him, I'll be like, look, you need to get Calvin and Subtle on this thing. 615-448-6414 is the number. If you're in Middle Tennessee, this is the place to call. If your wife's been like, hey, man, we, we need to upgrade our lives, our kitchen, our den, our dining room, but you don't want to pay a ton for it or buy a brand new house because we all know about that spending market. Be the voice of reason in your household. Say, honey. I have a perfect number for you to call. Let's go online to calvinandsolo.com or call 615-448-6414 and they can order the material and install and have some great hardwood floors. Call them today. All right, don't forget BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app and use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. It's a great deal right there. Also, later today, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 Eastern, 2 o'clock Central Time, our guys Alan Bell, Brian Edwards with A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM will give you great picks uh, for the weekend. Alan went 2 for 2 last night. He picked the Vols under in the Ohio State to cover the 13 and a half. So 2-0 right there from Allen. They'll be live uh, at 2 o'clock with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. All right, addressing these negative Vols comments. Because everybody who is – because I had plenty of it, plenty of people in my mentions and on Facebook reacting to Jonathan Crompton and Charlie Burris and our Vols postgame show last night saying, like, they won. And then I just see the comment on YouTube from Always DDC. He says, what's funny is people act like Tennessee lost the game or something. Tennessee didn't lose the game. Look, it's great that they did not botch what they did, as you saw Tulsa with a uh, lost uh, last night too, where they got uh, – where uh, it was a bad 24-point favorite loses the game last night in the opening weekend. That's a bad situation. Tennessee's been there with Georgia State. So that's good that they did not lose that game. They took care of business. But people, Vol fans, who are hating on the negative comments from that 32-point win, they're missing the big picture. We're not comparing Tennessee to Bowling Green. Josh Heupel is not here to be able to handle non-conference opponents like Bowling Green. It's what we saw last night and projecting that to what we will see against Pitt and the other SEC schedules. By how they played last night, do you, you have confidence they can beat Pitt next week? I don't know. Can they beat South Carolina? We'll have to see what South Carolina looks like uh, over the weekend. Can they beat Vandy? We'll have to see what Vandy looks like over the weekend. And Missouri and Kentucky. That's who Tennessee is competing with in the SEC. If they want to win six games under Josh Heupel, they have to play much better than last night. Sure, they won by 32. But they left like three touchdowns out there on the field, and you can get away with that against the Bowling Green Falcons. But you cannot against the Pitt Panthers, and you cannot against Missouri or any of these other SEC opponents. Is there time to improve? Absolutely. Can they fix some of these things? Definitely. There are positives to this. The O-line, the running backs, the tight ends blocked very well in the run game, but Joe Milton and the uh, receivers have to get on the same page, and they have to be able to execute or they're going to lose those SEC games, and Tennessee fans are going to be staring at 4-8 and eight or 3-9 and nine if they can't play better than what they were last night. 
Last night, they're losing SEC games. They have to improve. That's all that I'm pointing out nah, from my negative comments. Uh, no, 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 no. And so here, Austin, and I, I'm going to do you a favor. This is, a, is okay. a quick look in the mirror because you last night, and I I kind of stopped watching Twitter after I saw all of these. It, you, you tweeted scorned. You tweeted scorned. And I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I'm going to okay. read a string of tweets from your timeline, back to, right. back to back to back to back to back to back. Listen great. to the listen to the negativity and the tone in these tweets. Joe, you ain't gonna throw a seventy mile per hour eight eight yards. Joe Milton would be so much better if his arm wasn't as strong. Yeah, yes. this Joe Milton thing ain't looking too good. Next one. Uh, uh, Tyon Evans and Jabari Small each have more rushing yards than Joe Milton has passing yards. Next factual. tweet, this was an awful fade throw. Next tweet, yes, that's two really bad drops. Next tweet, True. offensive scheme clearly isn't the issue. Oh, we have a positive tweet after I've just read seven straight tweets. Uh, back to the <laughs> backhanded negative comment. Joe Milton hasn't completed a pass since 110 left in the second quarter. He's on an yeah. 0-9 stretch halfway through the fourth quarter. Had a couple of drops in there. Negative. Factual. Ne Factual. Ne next tweet. Just an incredible inner individual effort by Tillman to catch that touchdown pass. True. Space, space in the same tweet. How do I how about I turn my hand backwards and slap you in the face after I compliment you? Ugly play that is only <laughs> gonna work against Bowling Green and Tennessee Tech. You yes. sound like a scorned, battered person. That's exactly I'm, what you sound like every, on those tweets. No. So go back and read your tweets and realize why people think the way that they did about you last night. Nothing that you read that I tweeted was wrong. <laughs> like, everything was either stats or obvious observations, right? Stats are not negative. Stats are stats. All they of those were negative. Are. You're telling me no, that no, in, no. in that string of an hour and a half or an hour that they okay, didn't do anything that's, positive? That's complete trash. Okay, so. Correct so or incorrect? Alex, uh, no, they were not. Alex says, uh, at least Austin didn't have his orange glasses on. Uh, Danny <laughs> but, but says, it's okay, Austin. He's... No, but I wasn't. I, I was No, like, but you were, you're acting. Mind. That's my point. You're acting like the expectations that you said you were going to have, and then all of a sudden the kickoff happens, and you throw all that out the window, and you go back to who you are. Okay, so you can go back to the first quarter, and what was I saying? The first quarter, I was talking about, wow, this tempo is insane. Like, this tempo is great. Joe Milton looks like he's got a rocket arm. I even said that he has an NFL blitz on firearm. That, that tweet was tailored for you. I thought you would love that, the NFL blitz on firearm. He's got a laser arm. Like, so I, and thank you for this comment here. Rob says, I tweeted reality. Because and when it was going good in the first quarter, Rob I tweeted scorned reality. too. We know Rob. Rob watches show all the time. He's in the same boat as you. It's two scorned women talking about how bad their life is. Don't give me that. Come on, come Larry on. Larry says. Look, Larry says I was going play by play, spitting facts. Everything that I said was factually accurate or obvious observations. Like the, the Cedric Tillman touchdown. Here's here's the problem because fans see that there is a forty yard touchdown play. And they're like, wow, what a great explosive play. When in reality, it's the defense is so bad that they allow for that 40-yard touchdown play to be a 40-yard touchdown play where typically it's at best an incomplete pass. 
at worst, it's an interception because it was a it was a rock. Look, Joe Milton has a rocket arm, but that throw, Tillman was able to go above his defender and then reach down. It was a low throw. It's got to be a lot higher. That fade throw was so wrong of a throw. Jordan Rogers even said it on the broadcast. That's not the correct throw for a fade. That I, I'm not wrong here, and I'm just like people you who are just mad picking at me. out the negative though. And you're a pessimist because when it comes he, to Vol football. And all I'm doing is pu pulling that out. I'm not sitting here saying they played superb or perfect game or exactly how you want them to play. I've never said that. But you and I think a lot of Tennessee fans are so used to just picking out the negative because of the last 10-plus years I, of bad football just, that you still are the same way. And, and it takes a person like facts. me to tell you that. No, my tweets are correct, and 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 maybe and maybe I have look. I have higher expectations for the Vols against Bowling Green, for the Vols against the team that was one of the worst in all of college football last year. I have higher expectations than what we saw last night. And that's You're never going to be pleased. You're always going to bitch. I, I I truly believe that's going to until something switches, and maybe it's two three years from now where the program has some back to back seasons. But I think you're always going to bitch and moan. I, I I think that that's just the way it is. Your silence, uh, I think, confirms ben, that. <laughs> no, I was reading a comment. Ben says that I didn't like Josh Dobbs. No, I like Josh Dobbs a lot. I actually said that Josh Dobbs – I said during Josh Dobbs' senior season, I said that Josh Dobbs will be somebody who will we'll look back on later on and realize that we did not respect how good he was during while he was playing. I said that. Now, was Josh Dobbs perfect? No, but he deserved to be the SEC Offensive Player of the Year in 2016 as a senior. I appreciated Josh Dobbs. Did he have a bad game against South Carolina? Yeah. Did he have other bad games? Absolutely. Did he throw behind receivers? Yes. But am I just supposed to ignore that? Like I, I talked about Josh Dobbs' great plays too. It's, I'm, 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 I'm talking about what I see. Okay. Like, I'm All not right. dictating my tweets. They, their play is. Time out. Austin. Yeah. Three really positive things from last night. Okay. I want to hear you're asking me. Yeah, to yeah I'm three? asking, I'm asking you and I want you to give us the people, the chat, me personally, I would like to hear three positive things after the game, right? You had, you had a chance to diagnose the game last night. You, you react, whatever. I need three positive things for you. Oh, I've got plenty of positive. I got more than three, but I'll just give you three I, I want, off the top of my 10, head. I, think, I want three. Okay. Um, I think the running backs were a big question mark coming into this game because they had very little experience. And I thought Tyon Evans and Jabari Small run hard. They run physical. They have speed and agility, and they can bounce off of guys. I really liked what I saw from both Tyon Evans and Jabari Small, and I think they have plenty of talent uh, there to, to, to be – you know, good players, good running backs in this conference. Uh, right. I thought the defensive line was was really impressive. I liked the defensive line savviness. They looked well coached. They looked well coached because when they couldn't get pressure, what they do? Hands up, batted several passes down. That shows me that they're well coached and that they're taking coaching. I thought the defensive line was impressive. So there's number two, right? That is two. Okay. Uh, the third is I think the offense is overall well coached. Like the ability that the offensive line can get set at the line of scrimmage before the referee puts the ball down and if their tempo is executed that fast, that tells me overall this coaching staff is doing a great job and the offensive personnel is also taking it and, and executing the majority of things well. 
The offensive line and the tight ends blocked really great in that run game. I liked how Princeton Fant and Jacob Warren were pulling and being used as lead blockers and opening up a lot of these running holes. So there, I mean, that's just three. I can keep going. Nope, nope, nope. Going. That's all I want. I, I, that's all I want. And Austin, as your big orange therapist, I just want you to think that when you try to tweet negative consistently, maybe at the end of the game, go back and think about three positive things that you can take away from the game and tweet maybe one of those, not three, but just one. And I think that all you right. will be overall a happier Tennessee volunteer follower. But again, I, I and Ed says mediocre quarterback equals mediocre team. And again, I, I, I truly feel like the quarterback was the story. And so I was tweeting about the biggest story of the night. The biggest story of the night was Joe Milton and his ability, its inability to complete passes after the first quarter yeah, <laughs> because he started. I think the negativity got overshadowed about the ultimate outcome. Joe, Joe, I don't think anybody on this planet that watched that game or is a Tennessee vo volunteer fan thought that Joe Milton was superb. Nobody thought that they all, we all came away from that game saying, wow, he needs some work. He's probably better than Jared Garantano, but he needs oh. some work within this offense and him coming in from June. And, and I, I got called out at the beginning of the show saying, I, I thought that was a reason of a short time. And yesterday I was going crazy because I said the thumb injury was an excuse. There's a difference between coming in on a short period of time and a thumb injury. Those are two different things. So I want to clarify that for whoever was in the chat. I think it was Big Ten Jeff, but I'm not sure. All I'm saying is I think that that's why building blocks was my word. I'm curious to hear your word, but building <laughs> blocks my word yet. Are, 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 I think, a good thing that this wasn't Georgia State. And they right. did. I agree with all three of your positive things, too. I thought that was well said and well executed. <laughs> I need a little bit more of that in our lives. Okay, yeah, just fluff. Yeah, give me the sunshine. That, no, that's not fluff. Those were okay. authentic and real. Yeah, all right. They were. They were. And you. thank you for asking me those questions. Because if I just came out here and said a bunch of, like, fluff stuff, positivity stuff in the beginning, you'd come at me for being a, no. you know, biased and a fan. No, it's execution, Austin. If you were to come out uh -huh. and say, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. I will yes. tell you what I don't like outweighs what I like. And then started, I wouldn't have killed you for it. Okay. All right. Fair. So uh, let's get to this because my my word, because we've gotten uh, distracted and, and off on tangents, which I think it's been a good conversation. Uh, but my one word is uh, shocker, unsatisfied. <laughs> I, I am unsatisfied with that game last night because I thought they could have done a bit. And really it's about the quarterback play. Everything else I'm pretty comfortable with i'm comfortable with the defense sure did they make some mistakes there in the second quarter and let some plays and long drives happen yes but they were able to only hold them to field goals when it got down into the red zone uh and then it's just the quarterback play that kind of left things open i like the o-line i like the wide receivers gotta catch the ball jalen hyatt I, I think really what stalled the second quarter zach was two plays it was a hold on first and 10 that set up first and 20 and they couldn't recover. And then it was Jalen Hyatt dropping a pass over the middle that hit him right in the hands on first and 10 and they got behind the sticks and they had to punt. So that literally two plays from that second quarter is what halted that entire momentum. And I think that was the first time they have had adversity. They didn't do a great job in the second quarter. They came out in the third quarter and fixed it. So I, again, I like how they're coached 
I like how things are executed. The quarterback has work to do. So let's go ahead and switch to that and talk about Joe Milton and grade his play last night. How do you grade? What's your letter grade for Joe Milton's first start as Vols quarterback? We'll read the stats. What is your letter grade on Joe Milton's first start as Vols quarterback? But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu. The Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Your first workout's always free. So if you've yet to try Mandu, go find the nearest studio to you. They're expanding all over the place, just like A to Z is. Mandu.com, first workout free. But if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you and you sign up after that first free workout, they'll give you 100 bucks off your first month. So that's tell them that A to Z Sports sent you and they'll give you 100 bucks off your first month when you sign up right there at Mandu.com. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. They are the king of sports books, and you can be king with a $1,000 risk-free bet for new users. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and read through several of these letter grades from you guys when it comes to Joe Milton's first start. Uh, well, the stats are, uh, what was it? He was twelve of uh, 11 of 23 passing. Uh, for 145 yards, he ran for a net of 44 yards and two touchdowns. He did have the one touchdown pass to Tillman, uh, but he started nine of 11 and ended two of 12. That's how his transition went throughout uh, the game. So letter grades for Joe Milton, Theron says C plus, Chris Stress says D, team leader says C, Sep Dodd says C minus, uh, Aaron Goff says A plus. Jeff Rubel says C minus at best, maybe. Uh, Greg says C minus. Jarvis C, Clayton C, Chris Lopez C plus. Jason Smith says F. Brian says D plus. Look, all these. Look at all these negative grades here in Joe Milton. Tiss tiss Austin Twitter. Brody says C minus. Larry says D minus. TJ on Twitch says C. Dom C minus. Look, all these C's. A lot of C. Look, D. Maurice is B. Could have been an A if the D passes were completed. I agree. If he hit Cedric Tillman twice early on in that game for long touchdowns, very different tune. But he airmailed it by 15 yards both times. So, Zach, what's your grade? Overall, I think, you know, if you look at his statistics, I think what I learned about Joe Milton last night is what type of quarterback he is. I didn't really watch him in Michigan. I had no reason watching Michigan. But he's 6'5", he's 245 pounds, and – He's not Michael Vick, right? Like it, no. he's it, that's not who he is. He he has the ability to run. I think we talked about it earlier is that he wasn't trying to lower his shoulder because it was bowling green, so he's actually yeah. I give him credit for kind of playing smart more than playing timid, right? I think the the prototypical Vol fan would say he's playing timid, like, you know, we've seen. But I I think he's playing smart because he's trying he sees the future of the season. I think overall, I'd probably give him a C plus. Uh, the plus B's the, the two running touchdowns. And look, he did not throw the ball well. And I, I watched our halftime reaction show with Charlie Burris and Jonathan Crompton. And I, if you're a Tennessee fan, I, I would encourage that you have your live notifications on because we're going to be doing yep. that all season. And I thought, I thought Crompton said something – uh, that I agreed with at halftime. He's Randy Johnson. You don't have to throw 100 miles per hour. You don't have to be the big unit 
great nickname. But you don't have to be the big unit all the time. You have to find your curveball. You have to find your other pitches. On a drag route, don't fire it in there as hard as you can. Lead the guy and help your receivers. So that's why I probably give them a C plus. The two running touchdowns and the fact that you know they put up points. They could have put up more. Don't get me wrong, but the second quarter wasn't entirely Milton's fault. That was Tennessee's defense not being able to get off the field. Well, right? it, well, it was a, yeah, it was a drop. The second quarter uh, was mainly a a drop from Hyatt that should have, and that pass again was a rocket. But it like. I think Joe Milton. Your job is to catch the football. They didn't say that about Donald Driver or or Greg Jennings with a broken leg down the sidelines. Yeah, well, that. (laughs) But uh, again, like when you talk about Randy Johnson, like Joe Milton has to learn how to throw a catchable ball. Like it's not just about like can you get it there. It's can you get it there and can it be a catchable football? And sometimes, like a a couple, I guess Jalen Hyatt maybe had three drops total. There was one on the sideline that he (laughs) was like out of bounds that uh, Joe Milton, it was literally like an eight-yard throw, and he threw it as hard as he freaking could, just right in the Jalen Hyatt. And Hyatt had to like absorb it like it was a shotgun shot uh, to to catch it, but he was out of bounds. You know what he's got to learn? I want to interject real quick. There's pros and cons to everything. The fastball, I think the pro could be, and just, just maybe a reach, but just deal with me here. Defenders won't be able to catch it either, right? <laughs> so bad yeah. passes are like the Garantano setup pick six going back the other way. Yeah. Those are going to be really hard. There's a reason why you're a quarterback, not a wide receiver, right? As they always right. say. So maybe yeah. that could be the case, but he does have to work on his accuracy and his throwing speed. And I think a big thing with his accuracy, because I don't know if you caught the post game show where Crompton talked about this. Because again, like I like how we've we've brought Jonathan Crompton, former Vols quarterback and current quarterback coach in North Carolina, uh, on our post game shows for this. Is that he was talking about the flat footed pocket? I can't stand that. That drives me crazy. Like when Joe Milton just drops back and then stops, because that stops all momentum that you have in your throwing motion, and you have to restart that. And Crompton talked about this. Flat-footed throws equal inaccurate throws. And so all these throws down the field that were inaccurate late in the play, like he was actually pretty accurate when he was on the run because his feet were moving. But when he was stopped, he was just airmailing that thing. And Crompton made a great part about his shoulders. Your shoulder trajectory is your is the same as the ball trajectory. And so if your feet are flat, your shoulders are not correct, and everything else is off. So he's just relying on his arm and Crompton mentioned that this can be taught, but I mean, he's got an incredible arm, incredible ability. It's just, he needs to be coached on the techniques and I I can't stand the flat foot in the pocket. And then he even started like, you know, Babe Ruth pointing uh, down the, down the field a couple of times, but the guy's got a rocket arm. But at the end of the day, and I think Jamarcus Russell killed this. No one cares that you can throw the ball 70 yards. No one cares. Nobody cares. Can you I mean, get I will it to say, the guy like Aaron yeah. Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Can you actually be accurate with your throw and have a rocket arm? 
Now, right. do, no, nobody, nobody can disagree with this. That one second left in the second quarter when they had like 60 yards to go, everybody moved to the front of their seat. Because everybody was like, ooh, all right, let's, let's see. How I actually thought he, th- th- I thought he overthrew it. I was like, <laughs> I, I think this is going out of the back of the end zone. I, but everybody was like, all right, let's see what this guy's got. Let's see how far he can throw it because this is going to be fun. So like that, that was interesting. But you know, he's got to throw a better catchable ball. He, he can't just stand back there. And, and he also scares me because I believe he ha- he knows how strong his arm is. So he knows he can throw a late pass. And late passes end up being bad news. And so he's kind of compensating. And I truly believe this. If his arm wasn't as strong, he'd probably be a better quarterback. If he, like, put a governor on that thing. If it's 80% of what he's got, then he's still got a strong arm. And I think he's probably a better quarterback because he's throwing a better catchable ball. Right, so he has to this mentally is what he has to work on. Yes, mentally and it's the reel coach's it job. That's why you hire a coach. A coach, his job is to get into the head of a young man and teach him what to do. And mentally, what Joe Milton has to decide is that governor that you speak of. So it's a, it's going to be a real test to see if Josh Heupel and that offensive coaching staff can coach him correctly above the shoulders. He has the physical tools. We know that. Can he make the right decisions at the right time against SEC teams and Pitt coming up? And yeah. uh, I, before we get your grade, somebody's going to a Pitt game. Yes, somebody is going to a Pitt game. So I'll give my grade for Joe Milton. But after the show today, so around 11 o'clock Central, noon Eastern, Make sure you're following us on social media because we'll post instructions on how you can enter to win a pair of tickets uh, to the Tennessee Pit game coming up on next Saturday, thanks to the Bone and Joint Institute. So make sure you're paying attention there on social media around a, about a couple hours away. We'll post that giveaway on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. So make sure you're following us everywhere so you have an opportunity to go for free to Pit and Tennessee coming up. So my grade, Zach, is the same as you. It is a C plus. I I think it is. I I mean I'm a little I gave tweeted, but no, I I gave more, I just gave more red marker notes on my C plus than you gave on your C plus. I just I just was louder when it came to those are you know a T you're not a teacher. Those are points off. When you mark red, that's a point off. Oh, I know. Your grade does not dictate all of your I just gave I just gave more detailed notes of why it was a C plus. I think I think he's got a, again, I said this earlier in the show. He's got Joe Milton has a lot of ability. Right now, he does not have the learned and taught skill set to play the quarterback position efficiently uh, and at a high level and consistently. We saw nine of 11 to start with a running touchdown in the first quarter. That's good. But you've, but then it just dropped off and he had an 0 for 9 stretch with a couple drops, admittedly, um, a couple drops in there. But I do think Joe Milton has a lot of ability. And can he fix these things? Sure. I also think there was a ton of adrenaline that he was dealing with his first game in Neyland, and that atmosphere looked amazing. So I, I do think I give him a C plus, and I, I I think he can be better. But part of me was watching those and thinking like, like if if Cedric Tillman's running down the field wide open twice, Harrison Bailey and Hinton Hooker can hit those guys, and those are touchdowns, big orange. And Joe Milton just airmailed it and threw it into the stands, basically. It is your grade, and I respect you having your opinion of your grade. I just don't think your grade is indicative of the tongue lashings that were given 
to said quarterback. Tongue lashings, their stats and facts and they're observations. All they're it all was negative. a yes, because they're not the a C I, plus worth. If you don't see C minus, I would be like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But you the same grade that I do is complete bogus, bro. Bogus. Zach, my my tweets were positive. And no, they weren't. I just read was, 10 of them in a row. You didn't let me finish, you didn't let me finish my que- my answer. My tweets were positive when Joe Milton was playing well. When Joe Milton stopped throwing the ball well, my tweets were not positive. Or backhanded That's how that compliments. Works. No, I was complimenting the wide receiver for making a play. Backhanded compliments. That's not a, that there no no no. There's two separate points to that tweet. Complimenting the wide receiver for making an incredible effort and a great play, but and awful throw. Sliding in a negative comment just No, that's just what happened. That was the that's the, that's the play. That's the play. Yeah. Is you give you give credit where it's Thanks where for it's doing deserved. the dishes, but the plates were put in there wrong. That's what it sounded like. I mean, that, <laughs> I'll if, just tell if, you that. <laughs> well, if the plates are put in wrong, then does that not create a problem potentially? Yeah. Like you like no. you like details. No. You, you pay attention to details. No, it doesn't create a problem. It creates clean dishes. <laughs> not if it's all jacked up. No. No, it doesn't. It it creates a touchdown. Clean dishes. Okay. If a post think about the analogy. Gets, it makes Zach, sense. if it if a post gets fifteen hundred likes, but somebody did something wrong, are you going to get after them? If the result was fine, but the the thing, yes. So you do things like this too. When you're when you're observing and critiquing something, the end result might be pretty good, but you can still critique something. And I give them a D for it. I don't give them a C plus. <laughs> That's okay. the difference. That's the point. The, you are correct. Okay. I will criticize you till you're blue in the face. You know me, but I'll give your ass an F because you'll deserve an F. I won't yeah, give Dom you an says, A. If you don't put the plates in the dishwasher correct, then they won't get clean. <laughs> like, yes, they will. Not you, maybe you not as clean as you, well. And when you use Cascade Platinum, they will. Okay, because no all new added. cleaning technology, and they're not even paying me to say that. Yeah, James just says he needs to start a sports podcast cast and just say anything to be controversial. Yeah, you go for it, James Sherwood. You got it right there. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. Let's go ahead and get our SEC picks. We've got four games we're picking the opening weekend against the spread. Uh, all of these at the BetMGM app right there. Uh, I'm wearing my BetMGM shirt, by the way, this morning. BetMGM right there, King of Sportsbooks, uh, ATOZ. So, Zach, before we get to our picks, tell everybody about our great friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Yes, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. The 2021 Hyundai Palisade. They got them in stock, and they can hook you up with a great deal. Payne Bone and his team, they've been great sponsors of this show for a long time, and the reason why is that they are reliable. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can check out their inventory if you're around Middle Tennessee. Hell, Lebanon is not that far from Knoxville, so if you're listening from Knoxville, I would drive to go get a great deal, and they will hook you up. Say, I listen to AZ Sports. Here you talk about Wilson County Hyundai all the time. I need a Sonata. I need an Elantra. I need a Santa Fe, or I need a Palisade. They have your perfect make and model. You just got to go there and get it. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, we're going to go through four games uh, for the SEC weekend and give our picks. Uh, BetMGM, the sponsor of our SEC picks every Friday this upcoming season. So we get to do this for week one. Very excited about this. Uh, promo code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks with BetMGM. So, Zach, let's go ahead and get it started. Let's just uh, start it off with 
LSU out west at UCLA. LSU's uh, it's been a crazy couple of ten uh, ten days for the LSU football program because they were practicing at the Houston Texans facility. They're probably the better team that was at that facility all week, but because of the hurricane, LSU was uh, displaced in uh, in Houston. Now they fly out. Uh, to uh, the Rose Bowl to play against UCLA. I don't think there's a crowd there, so no fans in the stadium. No, you're in but California. L- yeah, <laughs> LSU tax your a, ass. LSU is a two and a half point favorite. Zach, I'll let you start with our picks. How do you feel about this pick going? I'm actually going with a surprise pick. I'm going UCLA. Ooh, I UCLA plus two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm going UCLA and. I have a couple of reasons. I like the way UCLA played against Hawaii in week zero. I thought they came out. I think Chip Kelly now, this is the year. I'm not saying that they're going to make the playoff or anything, but I think this could be the perfect storm where this could be a one-point game or UCLA could win. I think LSU is still a little you know, picking up the pieces from their national championship, Joey Burrow, a couple of years ago. Last year was not the season they wanted, right? Five and five. That is not the way to to rebound off of a a national championship. I think UCLA surprised them. I'm actually taking uh, UCLA in the points. Uh, That's my pick. Okay. All right. I I, I will probably have the LSU money line in a parlay. I'm going to listen to AZ Sports picks with Alan and Brian later this afternoon before I pull the trigger on anything. But uh, I will probably have the money line for LSU uh, in a parlay or maybe even straight up because it's just two and a half points. I don't know what the money line price is yet, but – for this purpose, I'm taking LSU minus two and a half. I think LSU is ready to go out there. They've been through a lot together over the last week plus. And so I'm going to go with the Tigers minus two and a half. Next game, Bama minus 19 and a half. And I actually saw it this morning. It went to minus 20 at BetMGM. But we're going to stick with this 19 and a half uh, number that we got earlier. So 19 and a half versus Miami. I guess I'll start. <laughs> uh, you know, Miami's got the the quarterback who transferred away from Houston a couple of years ago, who is a really good player and fun to watch. 19 and a half, 20 points, man. That's huge. And typically, Nick Saban doesn't cover these big numbers in week one. That I'm really like torn on this. I, I think I'm going to go, huh? Sounds like you're taking Miami. What was that? Go ahead. I honestly don't. I think I'm going to take Alabama. I think I'm going to take Bama minus. <laughs> you did. That's not what you were saying. <laughs> well, no, I was. I mean, I was setting it up. But you I didn't really know. It sounds there, like you didn't really know. I didn't really. Well, I was torn on this because it's a hard line, and I've been and I haven't placed any bets in the app yet on BetMGM because I'm confused at, at a lot of things. They're tough lines, like 19 and a half, 20. It's a big number, but Bryce Young, this Alabama defense is incredibly talented. Uh, I'm excited to see what Bryce Young uh, what are you can going? do at quarterback. I'm I'm, you've made I, me I, confused. I, Zach, I've already said the. I've already said my pick. What are you talking about? I've already said Bama minus the points. What are you talking about? You am I glitching? No, uh, maybe so because you were sitting there saying Bama doesn't usually cover these points, and, I, and then all of a sudden you go at Bama. You said a bunch of things I'm, positive about Miami. And then all of a sudden, you just went with Alabama. I'm taking Alabama all the way. I, I knew this. This was the easiest pick of the the the, the four. Bama will really? cover. Nick Saban reigns supreme. We're playing college football, so you need to bet Alabama. That's kind of the the book. 
Okay. I don't think I was putting you guys through a blender on that. I just think Zach wasn't being patient enough and letting me say what I was going to say. Yes, the, uh, the facts I, are. Yeah, you were See, making but, smoothies there for about 60 seconds. Nah, 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 nah. But yeah, so we're both Bama minus the points. Okay. Georgia versus Clemson. Clemson is a three-point favorite. Georgia is the only SEC team not favored this weekend. Georgia versus Clemson. Clemson minus three. Zach, you start on this one. So this is, I think, the hardest one of the weekend um, because Clemson, obviously, they lose Travis Etienne. They they lose Trevor Lawrence. But they're very similar to Alabama. They just have guys that are just like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to dominate, right? And we saw a little bit of their backup last year, right, when Trevor Lawrence had COVID, and he played well. Man, I'm probably going to go SEC biased. I'm going to take Georgia uh, and the the plus three. Uh, That's what I'm going to go. Same. I like JT Daniels a lot. So I'm going to go Georgia plus three. So the only thing we're separate on so far is LSU and UCLA. You're taking UCLA plus. I'm taking LSU minus the points. Now, Zach, is your Labor Day going to be fun or is it going to be disappointing? Because your Ole Miss Rebels and Lane Kiffin are playing against Louisville. Ole Miss minus 10. It's my turn to start. This is my favorite bet of the weekend. Ole Miss minus 10. This is my favorite. And I I don't want to wait to – I might put it in a parlay, but I don't want to wait until Monday night for that parlay to hit or not because <laughs> that's a long time to wait. But I love Ole Miss minus 10 in this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not betting against – I'm not betting for the Louisville Cardinals. I, I Louisville is in one of those brackets for me. They're probably, you know, I hate Mississippi State. I dislike Ohio State. Louisville is one of those gross cities that just, like, it's trash. Like, they don't bring anything to the table. Patino's a sleazeball in the spaghetti parlor. I just don't, like, Lamar Jackson, talented. None of those guys are there anymore. (laughs) Well, Hey, but Bobby Petrino, sleazeball. They're but, not there hey, anymore. You, you, All these sleaze balls are no longer in the city of Louisville, yet you're trashing. Exactly, because nobody wants to go to the city of Louisville. And so that's my point. I'm taking Ole Miss minus 10 all the way. Take that bad boy to the bank. Uh, Lane Kiffin starts maybe the rise to be in the conversation of a big six bowl at the end of the year. That is my big prediction for my Ole Miss Rebels. Oh, God. I, I mean, I, that would be fun to watch because I, I enjoy watching uh, Ole Miss. Papa uh, John! I, I, I saw, <laughs> right Rob, thanks for helping me yeah. out. I mean, you oh, <laughs> Zach, I, I, know, I know at some point Jonathan Crompton's going to fill in for me on a Friday show this season with you, and he played for Lane Kiffin. And it's, he told me a story – uh, over the summer <laughs> about a a certain thing that Lane Kiffin did at, from a play calling standpoint. And I'll let you tell him the story. Uh, I'll have to remind you guys when we get closer to that, but it's a, it's an incredible story about Lane Kiffin and what he did one game, uh, one game week at Tennessee. So I'll, I'll tease that well, for. Not, and look, Ole Miss are not saints. We had Hugh Jesus freeze that you know cheated his ass off and then you have sleazy lane kiffin that has his problems too right so like you know they're they're Ole Miss but Oxford greater than Louisville I will I'll die no, Oxford's saying that. not a Louisville is an actual city Oxford is that a brings nothing to the table 
Oxford doesn't bring anything to the table outside of September through November. Uh, you have never spent a lot of time in Oxford. I have. It not. brings more to the table Nobody, than the city of Knoxville. If you want to do I, that, I think, there's a, <laughs> I think there's a reason why Ole Miss grads go to Nashville and other cities after they graduate. Same thing with Knoxville and Louisville. They get the hell Knoxville's out. Knoxville's a Again, Knoxville is an actual city. Louisville is a city. Ole Miss you don't want to get town. into a bait about this, honestly. It's just going to make you upset. Okay. Well, it's because you're just completely biased. Whenever Zach's biased, I never call you out like you call me out for being biased. You're you're literally saying Louisville is better than Ole Miss? Please. T- please. I'm, not, I'm not saying Please tell me how that. Louisville is that- better than Oxford. No, 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 I'll sit here and listen. This is your argument. I Look. I've been to Oxford once for game day. I had a great time, but it's a it's a college town. Have it's you ever been to Louisville town. and had a good town time? Not as an adult. I've never been to Louisville as an adult. And so, so again, you're, you're I supporting have a the, city you don't even know. I right. I'm just, my point is, you're saying <laughs> don't Louisville defend something that actual, you don't know. Now you're being hypocritical because you have not experienced no, that. I'm, my my point is Louisville is a city. Oxford is a town. They're different. <laughs> Don't speak on something or a place that you've never okay. been, though. All right. True. You're you're just getting yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're just getting so defensive about Oxford. Well, because you're arguing I don't care about against. Oxford. You're I don't care about Knoxville. I don't. That's fine, but you're arguing against something that you've never even been to Louisville. <laughs> it's a bad part on you. I've been okay. to Louisville. I, I I've stayed in Louisville. I, I, that's it sucks. Cool. I I don't care about Louisville, it, but it's a it's a then town. Don't argue you love Oxford for it. because I'm not arguing for it. I'm just arguing that they're different. You are Dom arguing Oxford's, for it. No, I, I'm no. God, you're you're just ridiculous. You're just ridiculous. Jesus. All right, let's get out of here with good news. Ain't that good news? We always Whoa. end our week with. We we got a double down. We're not done with picks. Okay. okay. Where's your mortgage bet of the week? Zach, we didn't do mortgage picks last year, and now you're doing mortgage picks? Yeah, because last year was filled with COVID. This year, we this got the vaccine. Not- <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, if you want to, I mean, you did not do anything. You did not say a single word about mortgage picks this year. We you have can not make talked a mortgage about pick. All right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take my mortgage pick first. If you need to, I, this is. I mean, this is the the outlier. Is the we got to do two things. We got to do the mortgage picks, and we got to do stakes. I got to win some of my money back over the last several years. Yeah, it's great, great communication by you on this entire situation. What do we do this for? We didn't do it this at all last year. And I was just rolling forward because we haven't talked about it yet. You didn't mention one thing. I just sent you SEC lines this morning because I thought it was a well, smart because thing they didn't do. play <laughs> a traditional schedule last year. If I didn't send if I didn't email you SEC lines this morning, what would your reaction be? I on our pre-show conversation, I would have said, Are we picking SEC games? You just said yes. Well, I would said yes. Yeah, and the, but but so you just didn't just you just did on that same call phone call, you said uh, you didn't bring up mortgage picks. I mean, I I have a pick. I'm ready to go. I just got then, one. Then, but, then, I mean, let's let's rock. All right, all right. Mortgage pick of the week. You want to go? Yeah, I want the over. Old Miss Louisville, please. I think there's gonna What's be tons of points scored. What is it? Uh, the over. What is, is the over? You said- <laughs> well, I just had it. SEC. Um, 
The over for Ole Miss is 75 and a half. Okay, 75 and a half. You're taking the over, 75 and a half uh, for Ole Miss and Louisville. My mortgage pick of the week, Zach, is Wisconsin minus five and a half hosting Penn State in Camp Randall. I don't know about Penn State this year. I think Wisconsin's really good earlier in the year, especially at Camp Randall. And five and a half, Wisconsin by a touchdown all day long. So my mortgage pick, Wisconsin minus five and a half at home versus Penn State. Last thing, what are the stakes? We've done 500 bucks the last couple of years, right? Uh, well, we've slowly, we gradually increased it. Well, I think last no, year No, we was stayed 500. at 500 last year. We stayed at last year uh, because of the COVID situation. We Let's stayed at stay at 500 because of the lingering, a little bit of the COVID situation, right? Because we may yeah, get... We don't, we, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with this. 500? Like, like college football could be 500. 500 for the season. Mortgage picks count two. Every other pick counts one. So right now we've got six points on the table for this weekend with LSU, UCLA, Bama, Miami, Georgia, Clemson, Louisville, Ole Miss, and our mortgage pick. Your mortgage pick is is over 75 and a half. 75 and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've got Wisconsin minus five and a half um, against uh, Penn State. Sounds good. All right. Now let's get to good news. Uh, ain't that good news to end our week every Friday, but let me tell you quickly about renterswarehouse.com. That's where to go to find out how much your home can rent for renterswarehouse.com for all the different services they offer, uh, whether it's renting out your property, they create extra cash flows for you and your family. Also helps you out if you are looking for a new home to rent. They've got an incredible inventory across the mid-state, all different types of homes, finding what's right for you and your situation at renterswarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, BetMGM. We just talked about bets. Place your bets right there on the app. Promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sports books. All right. Good news. Give us your good news if you got it. Uh, Brent says good news. It's football time and a three day weekend. Um, Rob asked if Zach got a refund from the Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle show. Did you yet? Or uh, you got postponed. So, yeah, still waiting for a uh, follow-up to that one from Well, the it sucks because it got postponed to October 24th, which it was a Friday, and it was supposed to be tonight, and Rogan got COVID, and now it's going to be on a Sunday. That, so, so that's why it got postponed is that Joe Rogan tested positive? Yeah, he tested positive, and I think he was, he was yeah. feeling bad for one day and then got better. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says, good news, Ohio State 1-0 while rotating 30 guys on defense, LOL, without the top two corners playing, yada, yada. Stacy says, good news, had his hip replacement, now just finished his rehab, so glad that's over with, so congrats there, Stacey. Um, uh, any more good news? Timmy says, good news, Louisville will win. Uh, David says, good news, taking the kayaks out to 11-mile reservoir tomorrow to slay some chunk rainbows. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, Clayton says headed to Pensacola for a beach vacation. And team leader says took the family to a county fair. Zach, what's your good news? So my good news, maybe nobody gives a damn about, but uh, a lot of people give a damn about it. It's kind of a catch 22 because, you know, I've been on the road for the last month and will continue to be as we expand to A to Z sports, Dallas, and probably like, what the hell has Zach been doing? Has he just been, you know, eating barbecue and riding horses? No, 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 no. No. 
been from the ground up, we are building A to Z Sports Dallas that has complete Cowboys coverage. So what we've been doing here for the Vols and what you've been do- hearing from uh, you know the Tennessee Titans and the Preds and what all we do in Nashville, we have basically plucked that concept and stuck it in Dallas. And man, we are really proud. Uh, this company is really proud of what all we've put together. And we are doing a Titan Game Day live show this year that we'll announce. Yep. Uh, we got some yep. news coming yep. there. Soon. But Soon. we also have a now Cowboy Game Day live show that uh, I've put together with a couple of other people, people here in Dallas right outside of Cowboy Stadium. We got a promo for it. And I'd like to play you that promo Ooh. that is going to be live. You may not be a Cowboys fan, but if you support A to Z Sports, then you should like what we got cooking in Big D. Cowboys Nation, come out and enjoy Game Day Live at Texas Live with Will Steele of A to Z Sports Dallas and former Dallas Cowboy Jesse Holly live on location at Revolver Brewhouse every game of the 2021 season. Pre-game, halftime, and post-game shows will never be the same. Man, really pumped and excited about working with uh, our our morning host, Will Steele, and former Dallas Cowboy, Jesse Holly. They're going to be covering the Cowboys, doing a pregame, halftime, and postgame show. Man, it is going to be live, that is for sure. And if you've ever been to Texas or have been to Texas Live, uh, how do I describe this? It is as big as like Acme and three other rooftop bars combined. That's kind of the size of it. It's, it's like the way you've described it. It's like a mall of sports bar. Yes, <laughs> it is a like a, a multi-level level mall of sports bars. It's and it's right outside of the new Rangers stadium too. So, uh, I mean, That's it is, cool. it's an awesome, awesome deal. Um, if you're ever, I don't know, again, if you're ever in Dallas, you should go by uh, Texas live, but, uh, man, that that's, one of many things we've been working on for this season here in Dallas and we're off to a good start. That's my good news. Yeah, Jess, yeah, Will and Jesse Holly are going to do a great job. Jesse's uh, has an awesome story and is a former Cowboys wide receiver. Uh, he's been doing content for the actual Cowboys for a while, and he's done pregame and postgame shows too. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Billy says, what time central are the shows in Dallas? Well, Will Steele's live right now. <laughs> he goes live while we're live. Zach, there was one good news that I had a couple weeks ago while you were out. Uh, and we were in Dallas and Luke was filling in. And my good news was the fact that like, we actually had another live show in a different city at the same time that we were live. And then like, we went live with our morning show. And then I got a notification that Will Steele went live with A to Z sports Dallas morning show. And then the previous night Buck went live for A to Z sports primetime in Nashville and Mauricio went live for A to Z sports primetime in Dallas. And I'm just sitting here going like, this is it right? Like this growing. is happening. Like this, this, yeah, it's growing. It's happening. And you know, I, I do see, uh, uh, Alex says y'all went big for Dallas. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, right? <laughs> so you kind of have to go bigger, uh, for it there too. So we're pretty pumped up about what, uh, what we have going on, uh, in A to Z sports Dallas. And regardless of what Brandon and Lee say on Twitter about, uh, our business and my negativity on Twitter. Yeah. A to Z is doing good. And we're just excited about uh, the continued growth 
that we have. And, and I maybe agree doing. with their negativity of you're on Twitter, but I don't agree with the growth of the business. <laughs> well, they, they were saying like one guy was like, uh, oh, Austin's just trying to get negative. He's just trying to get attention by being negative for his failing business. And I'm like, dude, you just have no idea what's happening. And plus, like my Twitter timeline has nothing to do with our business. It would be dumb if my Twitter timeline uh, was was set up to control the success or the future of our business. Uh, so, yeah, we're pretty pumped about that. Uh, my good news, Zach, is kind of a kind of lame after your good news because your good news is fun about the business. Uh, my good news is it's Labor Day weekend, and I don't just have one pool party I'm going to. I've got two pool parties on the schedule that I'm going to. So uh, hopefully the weather in Nashville can cooperate on Sunday and, and Monday. But and it's also football weather. You're not here. But, man, it's that walk outside, breathe through your nose, get a little crisp, a little dew on the grass in the morning. You may have to defrost your car's windshield a little bit. Felt good driving to Bone & Joint this morning. Uh, usually I don't drive in the morning. But the weather here has been incredible. It's football weather in Nashville. And it might be hot in Dallas. I don't know. But good news is <laughs> pool time for the last for the last weekend and football weather on the, on the horizon. Uh, it is hot in Dallas. It's 90-something. So, But I like hot weather, right? I – I love football. I don't necessarily love football weather. I don't like jackets. I like t-shirts and shorts. But so it it, it kind of fits. But I'm coming back to Nashville today. Only return to Dallas next week. But it uh, two pool parties. That that is good news, my friend. That's not yeah, football back, back. That's not you know getting a massage. That is pool party. Now that's good news. Right, so really it. my really my Labor Day is uh, massage uh, couples massage with my wife tonight. Then all day college football tomorrow. Then pool party Sunday, pool party Monday. And that's a great weekend. Not a bad weekend. And then it's the NFL season and life ends. <laughs> right? So, all right, guys. Life ended a month ago. Yeah, yeah fair, fair, fair. But the, at least the weekends, the weekends uh, were still alive. But, yeah, so great weekend ahead. Hope you guys have a safe weekend. No show on Monday because of said labor weekend so we'll be back on tuesday morning right here where you're watching hope you guys have a great rest of your day and a great weekend you got something else to add tickets get your tickets we're giving those away yep. uh courtesy of the bone and joint institute yep yep that'll be up there in about an hour and a half at 11 o'clock central time to win tickets to tennessee versus Pitt next saturday so thanks guys for watching have a great rest of your friday and a good weekend we'll see you guys later on adios